0: Hello, and welcome to the Coaching the Whole Educator podcast. I'm Becca Silver, founder of The Whole Educator. In this episode, I discuss your never-ending to-do list. Stay tuned to find out why you struggle to get through the list each day. I will also share a downloadable concrete tool that will help you manage the tasks and very specific action steps you can take immediately. Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets, so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. And now a word from our sponsor. Do you think the trust tank on your campus is running a little low? If your answer is yes, Sydney and the whole educator both understand that building trust between coaches and teachers can be tricky. So we got together to help listeners develop their skill set with a toolkit that will help you on your journey to grow trust and impact this school year. As a special offer for listeners of Coaching the Whole Educator, Sidme is giving away an opportunity to use a SIVME coaching package for free for the remainder of the school year. Go to sidmecom front slash TWE to learn more. Claim your free coaching package and start filling the trust tank today. That's S-I-B-M-E dot com forward slash T-W-E or click the link in the show notes. I've been working with the leadership team in South Florida for almost two years. And something I noticed recently was that they were very receptive to my coaching around shifting the school culture. But there was resistance to following through on the tasks. They were overwhelmed with their job responsibilities, as well as dealing with fires that came up on a daily basis, sometimes on an hourly basis. The whole team seemed to be at the mercy of whatever came up that day, and they felt in little control of their time and didn't feel like they were able to be intentional with the difference they wanted to make. Let's talk about time management mindsets. Instructional coaches and school leaders are some of the busiest people in the school building. And they are allotted the same 24 hours in a day as everyone else. Numerous cognitive biases make it difficult for us to effectively and efficiently manage our time. When we are feeling optimistic, we can operate under the projection bias and take on large responsibilities because we mistakenly believe that we will remain that way in that present state in the future. Similarly, because we overestimate our efficiency, we may attempt to complete a task that is above our capacity due to the optimism bias. Bike shedding describes our propensity to spend too much time on mundane duties since it is simpler to take action on or express our opinions on straightforward issues than it is to attempt to solve difficult ones. Due to the restraint bias, we tend to overestimate our ability to control our impulsive behaviors and underestimate how easily we can become sidetracked when we are working on our to do list. It should come as no surprise that we struggle to decide what to prioritize with so many different biases guiding us astray. However, by logically classifying our jobs according to urgency and priority, tools like the Eisenhower Matrix can help us in overcoming these prejudices. This organizational tool is named after President Eisenhower, who is known for his incredible organizational and time management abilities as he rose in ranks in the military and then eventually voted for president. He was passionate about helping people navigate their priorities The Eisenhower matrix is a four square matrix with urgent and not urgent on one axis and important and not important on the other axis. The goal is to figure out how important and urgent the things on our to-do list are. For those of you who are like me and are incredibly visual, feel free to download the matrix in the show notes. It is also editable. So let's talk about how to use the matrix. The first step is to really reflect on all of our tasks we do each day. Which ones are both urgent and important? Which are urgent and not necessarily important? What about those tasks that are important but aren't urgent? And then those tasks that are neither urgent or important. Once you've categorized all of your tasks by the levels of importance and urgency, the next question would naturally be, what do I do with this information? Each box, or in other words, category, has an action associated with it. Let's talk about the tasks that are both urgent and important. These are the tasks with clear deadlines, And there are significant consequences if it's not completed in a timely manner. These are tasks you want to prioritize doing yourself. Now, let's look at those actions that are important, but not that urgent. These are tasks with no set deadline, but that bring you closer to your long-term goals. Here, you want to decide when to schedule them. Okay, let's look at the tasks that are neither urgent nor important. These are tasks that distract you from your intentions each day and don't really add any measurable value. You want to actually eliminate these items on your to-do list altogether. Now let's talk about the tasks that are urgent but not important. These are tasks that need to get done but don't need your expertise in order to be completed. For them, you want to delegate them. Now, when I was working with my South Florida school, I was guiding them in which tasks they needed to delegate. And there was quite a bit of pushback because they were concerned about delegating tasks that needed to be done, and they weren't sure who to delegate them to and how to delegate them in general. So I wanted to give you some tips for how to delegate those tasks. First, you want to give the person you are delegating these tasks to the entire assignment to do whenever possible. Allow them to own it themselves. You want to make sure that they understand how it relates to the greater picture. And then you also want to ensure that they are clear on what you want them to do. If you can, show them what it should look like and be like once it is finished. Also, make it clear when it has to be completed. Establish in advance how you'll know if it's been done effectively. And finally, plan ahead how you will express gratitude for their completion. So now that you've learned how to categorize the tasks on your to-do list and the appropriate actions for those tasks, I want to share one more mental phenomenon that impacts all humans. Throughout each day, from the moment we wake up, we are making decisions. They range from the mundane decision of what to wear that day or which app to open when you pick up your phone to very important decisions that impact those that you coach and lead. What happens though, is that all of your decisions are not made equally. As you make more and more decisions, your brain gets tired By the end of the day, our brains are exhausted and resort to making more impulsive decisions that aren't always in our or others' best interest. This is called decision fatigue. It is the deterioration of our ability to make good decisions after a long session of decision-making. I like to think of this like your cell phone battery that is fully charged after it's been plugged in. And as you use it throughout the day, it gets more and more drained. There's a real impact to decision fatigue. You become more impulsive, fall back to easy decisions, avoid making a decision in general, and can experience trouble making decisions. You want to be responsible about how you attack your to-do list instead of spending each day in overwhelm and leaving work feeling like you didn't get enough done. Try the Eisenhower Matrix. See how it works. Send us a quick email. Let us know how it's going. What questions do you have about managing your to-do list? This is really important to our effectiveness as coaches and leaders. If you're interested in working with the whole educator to improve your time management and school culture, reach out to us. We'll share our contact information in the show notes. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.